Okay. Got my notes. Got my shit. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Evidence of Monsters. I'm Becca. I'm Shannon. You might notice our sound quality is better. We have new microphones. Hopefully it doesn't sound like we're, you know, suffocating anymore. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about a case that I'm completely obsessed with and can never, ever, ever stop thinking about ever. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about Bryce Lespisa. Ooh. Ooh. Should we just jump right into it this time? Just yeah, jump in. I don't have anything anything crazy to talk about, do you? No, not really. Okay. Uh, Bryce Lespisa. He was born April 30th, 1944 in Springfield, Illinois. His mother is Karen Lespisa, and his father is Mike Lespisa. Um, however, according to some comments on the Find Bryce Lespisa Facebook page, he is not his biological father. He adopted Bryce when Bryce was two. Uh, I don't know much about his biological father, except that he's deceased. Um, but Mike was his father for his whole life, so he's, I'm going to refer to him for the whole thing as Bryce's father. Right. So Bryce grew up with his mom and dad in Illinois. Uh, he was known to be a very happy child. He had bright red hair. And like blue or green eyes, I see blue somewhere and I see green. His his missing person posters say blue, so I'm going to say blue. So, you know, he stood out everywhere he went, like bright red hair, like red, red. Right. Um, as he got older, he was very outgoing, very popular. He had this great, great smile. Like when I when you, when I show you the pictures, he has the best smile I've ever seen. It's it's fantastic. I'll, I'll be posting pictures. Okay, good, because I can't find my phone. <laughs> okay. So he had a great smile, He and he was always said to be very optimistic, very positive. You can definitely see that when you look at photos of him. Um, he oh, also no. had an artistic side, though, and he enjoyed being creative. He liked to draw, um, but he was also very athletic. He played football and baseball. At 19 years old, he was 5'11". Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously he was going to be a sports guy, and he uh, it's tall, red hair. Like, he stands out. Okay. Yeah, I see the hair now, yeah. So he, he grew up very popular. He did great. Okay. No, no big issues. Nothing. After he graduated from high school, he didn't really have any solid plans, but he knew he wanted to go to college and his parents had retired. So they all moved to Laguna Niguel, which is near the coast in Southern California. Okay. And Bryce decided to attend Sierra, Sierra College in Rockland, California, which is about a seven hour drive away from Laguna Niguel where his parents live. Yeah. He spends all the breaks and it, as many breaks and holidays as he can with it being seven hours away, you know. Um, but he spends a lot of time still with his family and stays in, stays in touch. And his first year at college passes without any issues whatsoever. Like, yeah. he's, he's doing great. He gets good grades. He's making friends. He seems to enjoy his time there. He meets this girl named Kim and they start dating, you know. He's doing great. Everything's yeah. cool. Everything's chill. Um, so he was a regular college student, of course. He drank and he went to parties, you know, what college kid doesn't, you know, fair. Uh, but not so much that he wasn't getting his work done. He was still getting good grades. And he would come home for the breaks and holidays. And his parents said that everything was fine. They say they, uh, that Bryce was an open book. And they and she was very, very sure that he knew he could talk to them about anything. Yeah. So the, um, the summer before his sophomore year, he spends the summer vacation with his parents. And they say they noticed no unusual behavior whatsoever. He was eager to get back to school and continue his classes in um, industrial and graphic design. So he was doing great. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's a that's a good field right there. Yeah. And he was even going to be roommates this year with his best friend, whose name is Sean. So he was, everything was looking good. Right, okay. Right. And so in August 2013, Bryce drives back to college in his 2003 Toyota Highlander, which is like an SUV type thing. Yeah. Uh, two weeks before the semester actually starts in order to get set up, get ready, get everything, you know, going for his new year. Um, but very quickly after he gets there, 
uh, Bryce's mother, Karen, starts getting phone calls, like almost immediately from Bryce's friends and from his girlfriend. And they are concerned. They're like, he's not doing so hot. Oh, wow. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, he's drinking a lot, like a lot to where we're worried. How weird. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Like his parents knew that he had drank in the past, but you know, he's a teenage boy. Yeah. They were, you know, they had caught him with alcohol and they were like, okay, don't do that anymore. And it wasn't a big deal yeah. to them, I guess. And uh, so um, they're worried and uh, concerned about his behavior. They said he, they, that he was drinking heavily. And his mom didn't know at the time, but he was also taking this ADHD medication called Vivance in order to stay up later and like party longer okay. and stuff it like wasn't, that. It wasn't his medication. Though. It was not his. He was not on any prescription medications as far as I know in, in the research that I went through. It was not his medicine. Okay. Um, so Karen called Bryce and she spoke to him and he said that everything was totally fine. And she says he sounded completely normal. And so she saw no reason to be really concerned. You know? Uh, yeah. Okay, Karen. Okay. All right, Karen. You know, everybody's just calling you and saying. Right. But you know from one phone call, I'm sure. Yeah, everything's fine. It's cool. But in their defense, they had just spent the entire summer with him. Right. You know, how much, how how heavily could his drinking problem have progressed in, you know, the week that he'd been gone? Right. Unless something happened. Right. So um, August 26, 2013, Bryce goes to class. He speaks to his mom on the phone that day. Everything is totally normal. She talks to him and he's just checking in. Hey, how you doing? Uh, later that day, he even sent her a picture of himself and this new Xbox game that he bought. Like, kind of like selfie, I guess. Or maybe it was just of the game. Either way, she sent he sent her a picture of this Xbox game that he had just bought. Okay? Remember that. Yeah. He just okay. bought it. A okay. new game. Okay? A new game. I get it. Okay. Uh, so, he has his Xbox. He's using his Xbox. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, the next day, he talks to his girlfriend, Kim. And she's she's like, why have you been acting so weird? Like, what's up? And yeah. he doesn't really tell her anything. And, you know, he does admit that he's been using the Vivance and she didn't know that before. So he's like, yeah, I've been taking this. And she's like, oh, no. You know, direct quote. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so they exchange like a series of texts um, that that day, that night, kind of. He ends up telling her uh, that you, you'd be better off without me. Oh, God. You know, and she's like, do you want to break up? He's like, you'd be better off without me. And she's like, what the heck? Yeah. That, okay. Around that same time, he gives away his diamond earrings that his mother had given him that oh. were a prized possession of his and his Xbox. Oh, okay. That he just bought a game for. Thank you. <laughs> he gives it to his, both of these things he gives to his roommate. Okay. Uh, he offers his friend no explanation. So I don't know. He obviously wasn't planning on giving it away. He just got the new phone. Right, anyway. yeah. If you play Xbox, you're not just giving your Xbox away like that. For right, time. exactly. Like, I could go on about that for so long. Yeah. For so long. <laughs> Why? Why would you get? Why would he give it away? He just got a game. He was, you know, he was just planning on using it. Right. Something had to have been happening that they right. didn't. Know. But for his friends and his girlfriend not to know, that's weird. I get maybe his parents not knowing. Yeah, I, I, they they say they had no idea what was going on with him. They knew he was acting weird. They didn't know why. Hmm. So August twenty eighth at ten p.m., Bryce goes over to his girlfriend Kim's house, which I guess is maybe like an hour or so away from his college, like towards where his house is. Okay. You know, Kim believes he seems to be under some kind of influence and he breaks up with her. Okay. And she's like, uh, you're not okay. I don't think you can drive right now. I don't feel good about this. So she takes his keys and she, either she or him calls his mom and, and Kim is like, look, I, I don't think he's okay. I do not feel comfortable letting him drive right now. I'm telling you something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And so Karen talks to Bryce 
And Bryce is like, she's just mad because I broke up with her. I just want to leave. Like, tell her to give me my keys back. I just want to get out of here. And Karen's like, look, I'm worried about you. Yeah. Like, this is being, this is weird now. Like, let me fly up there and I'll, I'll come and visit you. And he goes, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Like, don't book any tickets right now. I have a lot that I need to talk to you about before we do anything like that. Just chill for a while. Like, I, I need to talk to you about some stuff. And she's like, okay, fine. You know, that's cool. Okay. And so Karen tells Kim to give Bryce's keys back because he seems normal on the phone. I don't know how she. And literally, people who are looking at him are telling you he's not okay. Exactly, that's what I was about to say. His girlfriend is right? standing with him. She clearly right. knows. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so Bryce gets his keys back and he leaves. And uh, and his mom's like, "Look, just go home and call me tomorrow." Okay. And he's like, "Yeah, sure." So uh, at the 29th because he he got to his girlfriend's house or was there around like 10 p.m and then at like 1 a.m on the 29th the next day mm -hmm. uh bryce calls his mom again she was asleep and she missed the call okay so she didn't see it until the next morning this uh call pings off of a cell tower that's two hours away from his apartment in the opposite direction so right? further from past his girlfriend's house right so instead of going towards his apartment he went the other way right somewhere between you know when he got to his girlfriend's apartment at 1 a.m he was going back towards where he lives right okay. so karen saw the call in the morning and she just kind of assumed it was bryce letting her know that he made it home and she didn't call it back right because it was like 9 a.m and she knows that he just got home at 1 a.m so Aww. i get not calling back but like you know yeah that sucks um, that's not the last time she hears from him okay worry. that's good okay. <laughs> no. i'm just so ready for it because i know i know at least how it ends <laughs> no we've got an adventure to go on before that don't okay. you worry okay <laughs> she's gonna talk to him a lot between between now and then okay um, none of it goes well, but you know, um, I hate it when they miss the last call. Like, no, no, that didn't happen. Okay. So, so we're good with there. Um, so 9am Bryce makes a phone call to roadside assistance and says that he's out of gas on the side of the road in a town called button willow, which is four hours away from his college. At this point, he's only like three hours away from home. So he's still going the wrong way. He's sort. still going the wrong way, but it's like. It's been, it was 10, it was 1 a.m. when he called his mom. It's eight hours later for, for a four-hour drive, five-hour drive. Yeah, so what the heck is wrong? We have no idea what he did all night. Oh, great. No clue whatsoever. We have no, no idea. When was this? Uh, There's no cameras or anything? I mean. No, we're out in the, we're, there, he's out in the middle of the road, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so we have no clue where he was at or what he did for all that time. Um. So the gas uh, that he calls about uh, arrives sometime between like 9.30 and 11. I'm really not sure. Um, people say different things. But he pays for three gallons on his credit card and the gas gets delivered by this guy named Christian. We love Christian. Okay. Aww. We love Christian. <laughs> You'll, we love him. You'll see why. He's great. Um, uh, he's from a place called Castro Tire and Truck, which is still in business today. I did Google that. It's what? still in business. I don't know if he still works there, but you know. <laughs> So we don't know what he was doing from like 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. We have no clue. Um, at 11 a.m., Karen and Mike get a call from their insurance company letting them know that their insurance was used because Bryce was out of gas. And they're confused. They're like, why is he out there in the middle of nowhere? Why isn't he home? We thought he was home. You right. know, why is he not back at his apartment? So she tries calling him and he doesn't answer. But they assume that he's headed to them. They assume That's that he woke up that morning that. and was heading towards them. Right. They don't know that he didn't even ever go home. So at like noon, Karen still hasn't heard from him. And she calls the insurance company and asks to be connected to the person who gave him gas, Christian, right? Okay. 
And so uh, he tells her that he dropped the gas off hours ago and that Bryce seemed totally fine. He was just on the, on the road. He was out of gas. It was no big deal. And so Karen's like, well, he's not answering his phone. And Christian's like, well, do you want me to go back and check? Aww. And she's like, no, he's probably, I know. And she's like, no, he's probably just driving and he'll be, he'll, he, he's not going to still be there. Like, there's no way he's still going right, to be sitting yeah. there. And Christian's like, no, let me go check anyway. Let me just make sure, like, maybe he didn't know how to put the gas car. I don't know what he's thinking. That's me guessing. Wow. You know, that's like, great, let me just though. Go. I know, right? So when he gets there, Bryce hasn't moved an inch. Oh, okay. He's still just sitting there in that same spot. It's okay. been like. He's not like sleeping. He's just. No. Chilling. Okay. No, he's just chilling. As far as, as far as I can tell, nobody who finds him after this has ever said that he was asleep. He's just hanging out in his, in his car, doing nothing. I don't fucking okay. know. He's just chilling. Um, so, uh, Christian's, uh, Christian's like, uh, what you doing, bro? So Christian calls Karen and tells her what's going on. And, uh, he also says that Bryce's eyes are red, but that's kind of the only thing that he, I'm like, maybe he was crying. Maybe he was high. I don't know. Karen tells Christian to give the phone to Bryce and he does. And she's mad at him. She's like, what the heck are you doing? And he goes, nothing. What? Okay. (laughs) he has no real answer for why he's been sitting there for hours and why he didn't go back to his apartment and she tells him just just drive the three hours and come home like just come home and he's like i'm okay you know fine i'm coming he hangs up christian leaves they're all assuming bryce is going home okay at this point i probably would have tried to go go to him like what are you doing devil's advocate here because i his parents make me crazy like i know i know i don't want to give them any more grief than they're probably already going through like the hindsight is 2020 but still it makes me so angry but at this point they think that he went home and he left in the morning to come to the house and then he ran out of gas and maybe he's just taking forever you know whatever maybe he made a bunch of stops maybe he stopped to visit a friend i get that they're making excuses in their head right now okay so right now i get it at this point i won't later um, <laughs> so at 3 30 because this was at noon when she talked to him when christian came to see him at 3 30 bryce still isn't home okay. she calls and he doesn't answer 6 p.m bryce is still not home okay still not answering so they call the cops and they file a missing persons report yeah it doesn't occur to them that he hasn't moved which i get i would okay, he said he was coming either, yeah it wouldn't have occurred to me either and one part of me is like it's three hours away why don't you just drive over that's there what i'm thinking that's that's like just make the drive fun. like go the other way and see if you pass him you know right maybe he got in a wreck or maybe his car broke yeah. down and you already know that he ran out of gas one time like you know anyway the police are able to get like an emergency ping on his phone guess where he's at is he still in the same spot eight miles up the road from where he was before from where he was he moved eight <laughs> miles in let's see six hours he moved eight miles he doesn't know anybody over there, I guess. I, <laughs> no, not that we know of. Know. Nobody. He didn't go see anybody. He didn't do anything. He's just been chilling just in his car since, I guess, I don't know, 1 a.m. the the day before. I don't know. Okay. Or, or that day, I guess. From 1 a.m. to 6 p.m., he basically hasn't moved. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It bothers okay. me. There's no reason. There's none. Um, <laughs> so the police are, are, there's some police in the area, and they drive over, and they find his car parked in this hotel parking lot right next to the highway that leads to his house uh it's highway 59 and i-5 and as far as we know he did not get a room there he was just sitting in the parking lot so by the time the cops talk to him it's 9 30 p.m okay and he's been in the same town sitting in his car for like 12 hours now that's so weird the police tell him to call home but for some reason he doesn't want to why uh maybe he's worried his parents are mad at him like i don't know i don't know yeah okay um they give him a sobriety test, which he passes. Okay. Um, they also ask if they can search his car. He says, sure. They, they search it. They find nothing. Not even the, the whatever he was taking? Nope. Okay. 
He's responding normally when he's asked what he's been up to, and he tells them that he's just trying to relax and let off some steam. He's just, just driving around, just chilling, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Bryce doesn't want to call home, though. He doesn't want to call home. So the cops call themselves. They're like, fuck this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Karen asks them, is Bryce okay? And they say yes. They give Bryce the phone, and she's like, I am worried about you. You need to eat. I don't know when the last time you ate was, and now you're going to have to drive in the dark, okay? Yeah. You need to get here. Um, she's trying not to freak out because she just wants him to get home at this point. She's trying not to get mad at him. Okay. Yeah. She just wants him to get home. She doesn't know what's going on. She, did. I'm like, this is where I would have been in the car. Okay. Yeah. You know where he's at now. There's cops with him. You know where he is. You know, he hasn't moved all day. Go. Right. There's Why did you not... something going on. Right. And he didn't want to call you. The cops had to call you. I would have been in my, this is where I would have been in my car. Yeah. I can make excuses for before that, but now you know where he's at. I right. would have been in my car. It's only three hours. Go. Yeah, exactly. Get in your fucking car. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so he says he's going to go home. The police leave him alone, right? Um, and this is like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, whatever. Uh, so for between like 10 and 11, Christian, Christian, the guy who brought the gas, yeah, calls Karen. And he's like, hey, did Bryce make it home okay? Oh, he's so great. <laughs> he's so nice. And Karen tells him everything that happened. And he's like, well, let me go back and check. Let me see if he's still there. And she's like, no, the cops already talked to him. They say he's fine. There's no reason to go. Like, Jesus, Karen. Get a great Karen. Seriously. (laughs) Go check on your child. I know. Uh, Christian goes anyway. He is so great. (laughs) We love Christian. Bryce is still there. And still in the hotel parking lot. It's still in the hotel parking lot. Oh my god. Christian is tired of his bullshit. I, I don't blame him. <laughs> Christian is sick so. of it, I guess, because he uh he tells Bryce to drive. <laughs> like drive. Oh. I'm gonna follow you. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. He follows Christian up the highway for ten miles. Wow, that is so great. We love Christian. He follows him for ten miles and then he calls Karen. He's like, Bryce is on the way. <laughs> He's moving. <laughs> I got him. I got him. He's coming. He follows him for 10 miles before he turns and goes back. He calls Karen. He's like, he's driving fine. He's not driving weird. He seems okay. He's on his way to you. I've done everything I can. Yes, (laughs) he did. He did everything. We love Christian. So at like 1230 a.m., this is pretty much the 30th now. So he spent like a whole day doing nothing. Um, Bryce stops to get gas and a soda. Um, At some point on this night, I don't know exactly what time. But he sends this text message to his roommate, the one he gave the Xbox to. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and it reads, quote, I love you, bro. Seriously. You're the best person I've ever met. You saved my soul. And oh, no. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I would hate to get that. That's nice. I mean, yeah. I don't know any other text that he sent that night. I don't, I don't know anything oh, about whatever else he was, who else he was talking to. I don't know nothing about any of that. Um, that 1250. After he, like, it's like 20 minutes after he stops for gas, Karen calls Bryce and gets no answer. Okay. Uh, one fifty, she calls again and he does answer. He says he took a detour. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Took a detour, but he's back on the I-5 now. He's coming. It's fine. It's, it's, it's cool. Uh, Mike, his dad, asks him for, like, landmarks, road signs, tell me where you're at. I need to figure out how far away you are. Bryce kind of avoids the questions and he says, he's like, I can't see anything. I can't. I can't see anything. I can't see anything, okay, on the major highway that I'm on. Thank you. And I don't know if they were asking because they were going to go, like, meet him. I don't know why they were asking. I don't know if they just wanted to know how far away he was or if they were actually going to go. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. A girl can dream. He does say that his GPS is telling him that he'll arrive home at 325 a.m. Okay. Yeah. 
so, 2.09 a.m., Bryce calls his parents and said he's tired and he wants to pull over and go to sleep. Stop. <laughs> Be like, I swear to God, if you don't get here right <laughs> like You're fucking hour away. Deal with it. Just go. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> but his parents agree with him. They're worried because he's Shut been on the road for a whole 24, 30 hours, you know. Then maybe go get him so he doesn't have to drive the last hour. Amen. Like right there. Um, so he claims to be pulling over in a residential area Uh and he hangs up and he says he's going to go to sleep and his parents go to bed. They go to bed. Okay. Wow. They go to bed. What the hell? (sighs) Okay. This is where she gets crazy. All right. Yeah. Okay. As if it wasn't crazy. That's what I was thinking. This is where it gets really crazy. 8 a.m. Okay. Karen and Mike get a knock on the door. They think it's Bryce. And he took it out and he came. It's not. It's not. It's the cops. <gasps> oh, my God. I would die right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Bryce's car has been found abandoned. Oh, At the bottom of a 25-foot embankment on Main Ramp Road near Castaic Lake, which is about a two-hour drive away from them. Oh, my it's... God. Bryce is gone. He's nowhere to be found. The car is flipped onto its passenger side. Oh, that's so scary. The rear window has been smashed out from the inside. His phone, wallet, uh, clothes, all his stuff is still in the car. Uh, But there's an unzipped duffel bag near the car that might have been emptied. We don't know what was in it. Um, There's a drop of blood on the passenger seat headrest and a drop of blood somewhere in the back seat. So maybe he hurt himself in the crash He's got a little drop of blood. He's getting out of the back of the car. You know, he's climbing through the car to get to the rear. But he obviously got out because it was... He did get out. Exactly. He did get out. That's that's pretty obvious. He did get out. He kicked out the back window or whatever, knocked it out somehow. So, okay. So the last time he talked to his parents... Hold on. This is going to get a little confusing. His car was located between like 4.20 and 5.15 a.m. by law enforcement who had arrived at Castaic Lake for a training exercise. I don't know exactly what. Every time I hear training exercise, I get, like, suspicious. Yeah, every time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, sure, it was. Okay. I know, right? But apparently that's what it was. Like, they had gone there to do something, and they found the car. Okay. Um, That's very convenient. weird. Okay. I know. I guess this is, like, a park of some kind that he pulled over in. It was not a residential area. It was a completely empty, like, park area around a lake. Yeah. Um, But he wasn't in the lake, so that's good. As far as we know, I don't know. We'll see. Well, his um, car, I guess I should say. His car was not in the lake, but the embankment leads towards the lake. Towards the lake. So, like, this it was hill that he, that he went down. Okay. Right. He was Whoa. going towards the lake. Oh. Um, there is a surveil- surveillance camera. Oh. Yeah. Don't get too excited. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it works. Don't, don't get me wrong. The camera works. Okay. Um, okay. That's good. It's on the entrance to Lake Hughes Road which I guess is some kind of park, and it shows Bryce's car entering the park at 2.15 a.m., which is right after he talked to his parents and said he was pulling over, right? Okay. He was clearly not on the I-5, though. He was not. No, because he said he was pulling over into a residential area. This is not a residential area. There's no houses here. Um, There's, like, hills, and there's, like, a cell tower, and that's pretty much it. Um, So he had signal, obviously. I don't know why if he crashed, he didn't call anybody. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um. So he, his car is seen on the surveillance camera entering the park at 2.15 a.m. right after he talked to his parents and said he was pulling over. Now, it looks like he got on this road and drove all the way around this road until it spits you back out on a main road. And then he came back to this road and came in again at 4.29 a.m. 
So he drove all the way around and then went back into the same place, like, hours two later. hours later. Weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's just driving around. Um, now, 429 is when his car is seen on this camera. Somewhere between um, 4.30 and 5.15 a.m. is when the car is found by police. Oh, so It was serious. right after. How far could he have gotten? That's... <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. How... Anyway. Um, so authorities, they find tire marks on the top of this hill near where the cell tower is and evidence that when he go- went down the hill, he wasn't hitting his brakes. He was hitting the gas. Like he was trying to go into the lake. That's what they're, they, they're theorizing that he was hitting the gas going down this hill. And okay. like, okay, this is the part that I kind of want to talk about for a minute before we move on. Okay. So he had already driven this road one time. We know that we already saw him enter the park. Right. So he had to have known this hill was there. Right, he drove all the way around, yeah. He drove all the way, he'd seen, but it was dark. I don't know if there's any lights there. It's like a park, it's at night, it's like two in the morning, it might have been dark. And I guess there's some kind of like fence there that you might be able to drive around if you go on this little hill type spot. So maybe he just slipped down the hill trying to go around the fence, but if he was trying to go around the fence, was it fence not closed the first time he went through? Right, yeah. I don't know anything about this park, so I don't know anything about this fence, I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying it's weird that he had been through there once already, and now he's suddenly going down this hill. Right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and so they're saying it looks like he hit the gas and not the brakes, and I guess the way that they're saying they know that is because the it looked like the tracks, like there were rocks, like, thrown backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know how if you hit the brakes, like, it's grinding, you know? Yeah. But he's hitting the gas, and it's throwing things backwards that makes instead. Sense, yeah. You know what I mean? So I guess that's where they got that from. Um, again, he'd been up for, like, 40 hours at that right, point exactly. i don't know maybe yeah. he was trying to hit the brake and he hit the gas and it right. flipped and i don't i'm making excuses i really don't know maybe he was trying to like regain control and thought exactly right i i have no idea but it flipped over onto the passenger side so maybe he was trying to like turn once he got to the bottom so right. he wouldn't go in the lake and it like flipped i don't know so that's kind of what they find and they bryce is just gone okay they don't know where he's at so they get um police on foot four-wheelers, even horseback, they start searching the area. Good, okay. Uh, helicopters begin to go into this 11-mile search radius. They're not finding him. Where are his parents? What? Where are his parents? I don't know. I don't know if they were there. They do do searches later with, like, people. I don't know if they were there that at that point, because that's probably the professional they search. But they do have... Probably not, yeah. They do end up doing volunteer searches later on, but they weren't... I don't think they were on this one. I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing. So, uh, divers start searching the lake. They don't find any... They search the lake for four days. They don't find anything. So, search dogs come in, and they find two trails using some clothes that I guess Bryce had left at his girlfriend's house. I don't know why they wouldn't use the clothes he left in the car. I don't know. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Um, so they find two trails. One of the trails leads down to the edge of the lake. Okay. The other trail leads to a truck stop down Lake Hughes Road. Oh, crap. Yeah. They got nothing to go on. No leads, yeah. no sightings, no reports, no clues, no nothing. No activity on his bank accounts or his social security number. Zero. He is gone, gone. That's wild. So there's kind of a lot of theories about what happened to him. Okay. They There are theories that maybe there was something weird happening and he was trying to run away. Right, yeah. You know, maybe he got involved with drugs or something like that and maybe he was in over his head yeah or you know 
maybe he just wanted to run away and just kind of escape his life. Maybe there were things going on in his head that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And then there's the suicide theory. You know, he was giving away his belongings. There was those text messages that he sent. He broke up with his girlfriend, hitting the gas going down the hill. Well, something... If he was fine before that, then soon. exactly right. Usually, the, there's like there's like signs of that, right? At least some, not just you're living it up and yeah, buying new stuff and things are changing in a good way, right? Exactly. But why would he give away his stuff like that? You know, exactly. things that were important to him, unless he was like, "Well, I'm not going to use these anymore." You know, right? Something had to have happened in between the time he was at his parents' house that summer and then right, getting... or maybe something happened while he was at his while parents' house, and that's why he didn't want to go back in town. That's what I was thinking too, or that's why right. he was originally trying to go back and then was like taking his time. He didn't want to go, you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, um, and then there's another theory that when his car flipped, he hit his head. Okay. Yeah. Because there was that little bit of blood, and then they're like, okay, well, maybe he was confused and disoriented and wandered away, and maybe he got amnesia. You know, all these crazy theories. But if that's the case. That would wear off. I feel like for a little bump. I don't know, because we don't know how big the bump was. We have no idea. Right, but a little blood. I would think if he hit. It but hard, just because you you don't have to be bleeding crazy when you hit your head that's hard. True. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, there's theory that he tried to get into the accident on purpose. And then there's theories that because he was taking that Vyvanse medication with so much alcohol that it created some kind of mental break, mental illness, something that because you're not supposed to take that with alcohol. I was going to say, did they like look into that to see like if that could have done? I mean, it does have side effects like confusion and, you know, memory loss and like all these other weird things, just like any medication with alcohol. exactly. Exactly. So, you know, people are saying, you know, with that and with the Vyvanse and the alcohol and the head injury, maybe he lost his memory and he's like living as a homeless person somewhere. Oh, I hope so. Not that he's homeless, but I hope yeah. he's still living it up somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. I'd rather it be that, you know? Yeah. That's a nice theory. Don't it is a nice you, theory. I would prefer it. <laughs> probably not the more probable, but. Literally. September 4th. Police get reports of a fire at Castaic Lake. Okay. Um, a male body is found. Shut up. Everyone is biting their nails, waiting for the police to re- to release information. They, oh my they God, find this body, and everyone's dying, waiting to figure out who this person is. You know, his parents. They need they need answers. Oh, I can't imagine. Finally, the body is identified. It's not Bryce. It's not Bryce. It's not that Bryce. Sucks. Uh, the devastation they would have to feel. I know. It's some other missing person. It's got nothing to do with him. But then at the same time, relief. I mean, you don't want... Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. So the the police really have nowhere to go. Like, they've got... They can't do anything. The case is starting to grow cold. They've run out of leads, you know. Then the family starts getting frustrated. They feel like it's not going far enough. And they hire their own private investigator. Good, okay. The private investigator does their thing. They pretty much come to the same conclusion. There's nowhere to go. There's only so much to go off of, and it doesn't lead anywhere. The investigator's theory is that it was a head injury that led to confusion, and he wandered off never to be seen again, pretty much. And there's just not enough information out there to to look for more. That's insane. I know. August 18th, 2015, this is a couple years after he went missing, Karen posts on social media, quote, Last week, Mike and I were up at Castaic Lake. We hired a sonar boat, and they searched for two days and did not find any human remains. Wow. 
Our private investigator had a drone operator searching the area north of the boat launch access road and nothing was found. So they, they keep looking. It's not like they just leave it up to everybody yeah, else. They, sure. They're doing searches on foot with, you know, with volunteers. They're looking. Nobody's finding anything. Nobody's finding a single clue. We don't know what was in that bag that he took with him. We have no idea. We know there was a bag in there. He didn't take his phone. He didn't take his clothes. He didn't take his laptop. He didn't take anything. But whatever was in that bag, he took. It's like he just wanted to just disappear. I know. Right. Exactly. But even people who want to disappear like that, it's basically impossible to just. It's so hard because there have been so many reports of sightings of him over the years. Like anybody oh. who has red hair, they they call. I know, <laughs> like anybody tough. who knows about this case and sees a redheaded guy, they're like, oh, it's Bryce. So over the years, there have been a lot of sightings of him. Every time people see a redheaded homeless guy, they call them like. <laughs> a redheaded homeless guy. <laughs> I swear to God, they get reports all the time. If you go onto their Facebook page, oh, there's this homeless man here, and oh, I think I saw him over here. No, no, no. But every time he gets investigated, it's either not him or they can't even find who they were talking about. Right. You know? And while, he, yeah, his face, like his hair and everything is so distinct, but he has a very he distinct look like look. a lot of people. That's very true. Like if he had dyed his hair, I probably wouldn't even. Exactly. Even that's true. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how he could dye his hair. I mean, he could, I mean, he could obviously dye it, but. The second it grows out even a little bit, like yeah, I mean he his face he looks like a redhead, like he would he does I, yeah, and that smile that face is very and then he's also got this really distinctive tattoo on his arm that I'll talk uh, about yeah I see that too that's yeah. true it's a Taurus bull's head so if he's a Taurus he's stubborn maybe he just didn't want to talk about whatever was bothering him I don't know you know yeah Bryce is still missing to this day that's insane at the time of his disappearance he was 19 years old 5'11", about 170 pounds red hair and blue eyes he was wearing white cargo shorts a blue and white checkered shirt and red and white nike shoes they would have seen him if they had rolled up yeah okay. seriously. If they, they had just barely missed him come on that's crazy to me that it was so quick i know and like his car falls over on the side he's injured he's got to beat his way out of the car he leaves his phone in there right i know that would be the first thing most people would grab and call for help it, and it's not like he's that far from the highway Exactly. I, I don't understand why he didn't try to get help. Unless he was trying to disappear from something or he was running from something that found him. Right. Or maybe, I don't know if maybe they couldn't find, he could make, okay, maybe he couldn't find his phone in the car after the crash. Maybe it's like he didn't want to try to crawl back into the car and look for it. He tries to walk to the truck stop and get help. And I don't know what happens after that. Yeah. Okay. Like I could, I could go with that. <sighs> That's pretty much all I've got. Like, I mean, as far as his family, they continue to hold out hope that he will come home one day and they really just want answers. He would be like 27, 28 right now if he were, so he'd be like Whoa. our age if he was still alive. Yeah. That's insane. You know, it's very unsatisfying. Like, where'd you go, Bryce? <laughs> right. And if he's not alive, then he, there, would, there would be a body. If he had died anywhere right. near there, they would have found it by now. How far could he have gotten? Exactly. They just showed up. Right. How far away could he have gotten? And, like, some people are saying, like, oh, maybe he went into the woods around there and, you know, did something to himself. But, like, they would have found him. They would him. have found him. Exactly. They would have found him. It's not like you go and you hide in a hole to do that. You're going to be out there. Exactly. So, they just, they never found him again. There's theories that he, you know, went to that truck stop and hitched a ride and something bad yeah. happened to him. And Yeah, it could be. I don't know why he didn't called anybody i don't i don't know he left all his money behind he's just gone that's so weird like what where, where, where are you <laughs> where are you know. at bro 
Which go? Which go? I just want to know. Like, no, really, Bryce, it, call, call us. We won't tell nobody. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I don't. I won't tell nobody if you don't want me to. Yeah, Sorry. just let, let us know, and we won't say nothing. I promise. We just want I answers. Mean, so we won't tell anybody. I just need know. to know you're okay, bro. So, I hope if you if you did disappear and you're just living it up and everything's fine, then great. I hope so. Maybe he's got a family somewhere now and he's yeah. just embarrassed and doesn't want to come home, you know? Like, oh man, yeah. I ran away when I was a kid and I feel bad about it and I don't want my parents to be mad at me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. I hope that's the case. I hope I so. I hope so. That would be yeah. great. But. Yeah. So um, everybody should go look at the Find Bryceless Piece of Facebook page and, you know, like that page because they, they should have as much traction as possible. Anybody who has any information, they have their contact information on that website. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much it. That's crazy. That's, I hate it. I hate it so much. I think about this case no... all the time. It's unsatisfying. It is unsatisfying because he should stand out. He in should. A way that they should have been able to find him at least at the beginning. I get maybe not now, but yeah, that sucks. Because I hope he, I hope he comes home one day. I really do. I do too. I know that would be great. That would be a great happy ending. But we're not really in in the business happy endings are we <laughs> not in the happy ending business this is not a happy ending podcast that's not no, where we are it's not. <laughs> not what we're here for it doesn't happen very often it would be great what? but no it does not no did they did they i assume they like went through his phone there was no text messages no nothing to people that he didn't know like not that were... i not that i found the only text messages that i know about are the ones between him and his girlfriend the day that he broke up with her and then the one that he sent to the roommate that's all that i know of because if he was, if something happened with somebody else in between or while he was at his parents that summer or before right, he got back, right. then you'd think he'd be like contacting these people somehow. Not as far as anybody has said. Like nothing happened and his body just reacted really weird to all the stuff that was in it. Yeah, I don't know. Really over dramatically. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> over dramatically. <laughs> God, Bryce, you're so dramatic. I, I, get, I know, I know, right? I could stop talking about it, but then I'm going to keep thinking about it. So that I'm gonna I, I literally think about it every day. I think about it every day. I want to know where oh, he's at. I want to know where he went. That was such a short window for that car to flip and for them to find it. Short, exactly. short window. So he they could not have been like right there. And if they were right there that fast, how far could he have gotten on foot? And where were they before? Did they just pull up and found him? Were they the first ones there at the training exercise? I don't, the training exercise triggers me so bad. I don't why know if it's just like my my conspiracy theory brain. It's like, why were you there? I know. Training exercise was long like that at a training exercise. Something right. I, I don't know why they were there. Okay. I don't know. I don't okay. know what was going on. Sure. I have no idea. Something. But they they were there for a quote unquote training exercise. It's just I, a coincidence. They just happen to show up thirty minutes later at the. I, that's exactly how I feel. Why like, were y'all there? Okay, why? I can't. And I watch too much TV. I'm like, maybe the cops are in on it. And then they just deleted everything out of his phone. But they didn't. I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure they're very nice people. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Conspiracy theory brain immediately. I, like, it does. It's so bad. I feel like we're back on episode one where we're talking about the Russian government and the mountains. I know, and like... I know. I think nothing bad of the Russian government. Please don't come at me. <laughs> yeah, no, please. I just, I know. You, you don't, they don't, I'm telling you. Sweet crazy people listen to podcasts. You don't want to say nothing. It's yeah, not for real. Now. You should have been here for our Russian episode, man. <laughs> not okay. Yeah, episode one was a trip. Uh, we were very careful to make sure it was all speculation. We were yeah. we were very careful. It was the aliens. It was all the aliens. It was the aliens and the yetis and all the stuff that was. Yes, not it was absolutely. Aliens. It was not the Russian government. 
this is what I this is what I don't like. If he was out there and it was that close to when those other people rolled up, yeah, he couldn't have been walking. Right. That if bugs he me. got away that quick, he had to have been in a car. But did they, they didn't? But see they him followed in a car. his trail all the way to that truck stop. So and he got in a car at the truck stop. But he had to have walked to the truck stop if they were able to follow his trail there. Exactly. But they didn't see him as far. Apparently, the cameras didn't see him leave, though, on foot or... Right. I mean, I'm sure right. you can avoid that, but... They probably went the other... I think it's the other way is up it? that road than, than it is to the camera. I think it's on the other side. Oh, okay. But there was a know. cell tower, so I know he had signal. Exactly. Why did he but not call for help when his car flipped? But he apparently wasn't in his right state of mind. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he thought he was closer to the water. He had to hurry up and get out. I don't know. If it landed on the passenger side door, why are you kicking out the back? Like, was the front door smashed, too? Where he what do you mean? I mean, I guess because if he was because you have to crawl up and out yeah. through the top, that would probably be really out. hard. Yeah. yeah, so he probably like climbed over the seats into the back and kicked out the back. Yeah. What did he take out of that duffel bag? That's what did he take? He didn't weird. take his phone. He didn't take his clothes. He didn't take his laptop. But he took whatever was in that fucking bag. But the yeah. cops searched his car. What could have been in the bag? Exactly. Something had to have been there. Right. If How they searched he... his car, I wish they would. Why don't they have like notes of that? Whenever they went and searched his car, at the whatever hotel, they found, right? it must not either they didn't look in that bag or whatever was in that bag wasn't suspicious to them, which seems right. crazy to me. Yeah, that's weird. And why did he have all that shit with him anyway? Exactly. Why did he have clothes and his laptop and all his shit in his car? Yeah, he why was it not in his apartment? Plan. Right. Why was it in his car when he was just supposed to be visiting his girlfriend and then going back home? Where was he going? But at the same time, I'm like, he had all that stuff with him, so maybe he was going somewhere, but like, he didn't go anywhere all day. Exactly. He had all day. Unless maybe he did. We don't know. But as far as we can tell, he didn't fucking move all day. Exactly. That's the thing. That's why I was like, maybe he knows to. somebody over there, but if he wasn't texting them or calling them. Right. And he wasn't with anybody anytime he got found. Exactly. We don't know what he did from like 1 a.m. to 9 and then from like 9 to noon. And then yeah. like there's all these gaps that as far as we know, he was just sitting in his car. Yeah. Apparently not on his phone or anything because they could... They can track that. They can tell. Yeah. I mean, it's when they did track it, he had only been, like, on that one road eight miles apart. Right. You know, and until that Christian guy forced him to move his butt, he didn't want to go nowhere. But even, like, was he looking anything up? I mean, I don't know. what. It's 2000 and, what, 13? Yeah, I don't said, know. He so he could have been. I mean, we were using phones and when we were in high school yeah, and looking things up. So. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. I know we feel like we're ancient, but... <laughs> But he's basically our age, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where he went. I don't know why they didn't go get him. That's gonna bug me forever. Like, go get him. Go I get know. him. And I'm sure they do. I'm sure they feel a lot of regret about that. But like, I, I know, yeah. If they had been able to find him, even what what would he have done? Which I know he was in the same spot forever. But they didn't know he was still gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. So. It makes no sense to be like, oh, we just talked to him two hours ago. Oh, he's probably in the same spot. Let's go check. Let's drive yeah. three hours and go check. I get that. But exactly. once the cops showed up and they were with him, I would have been like, just keep him there. I'm coming. Right. Hold you know? him. Yeah. Hold him. There's something not right. I'm coming. Exactly. If it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he'd just been awake that long and he was driving, you still probably go. Yeah. I still would have been upset. Yeah. Like, fucking leave yeah. your car. I don't give a shit about the car. Like, let's go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think he was abducted yeah. by aliens. Maybe we should go back to aliens. Oh, it's always aliens. It's always, it's always the aliens. aliens. I totally got him. I should have gone aliens before I went cops. That way I didn't get trouble. <laughs> well, cops is the more rational choice, but then you're like, no, it's obviously aliens. Right, obviously. I mean, yeah. 
the aliens don't want you to know that it's them, so they make you think it's the cops. That's the problem. That's what it is. I, That's I'm with is. you. I feel That's it. That's it yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> we solved it. We did. We got it. Now You're the aliens welcome. are going to come get us. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> if, if we disappear, it was the aliens. It we was. called it. I expect it. aliens to be investigated extensively if we go to this thing. Yep. <laughs> Extensive investigation. I expect Area 51 to be swarmed again. I forget yeah. that they already did that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did they get in? I don't think they got in, though. I think they were just, like, outside. Like Yeah, I don't think they were. They probably didn't get in. If they did, they probably didn't come back up. Fair. I always figured Area 51 was, like, the cover for the cover, you know? That's where they tell everybody the aliens are, but it's not really there. Like, yeah. there's nothing there. <laughs> I figured, he like, maybe he was just driving on the road, and it was dark, and he saw a spaceship, and he swerved, and he went down the hill, and then came yes. out of the car, and then they were like, hey, you saw us, now we gotta take you. I'm yeah. saying it makes perfect sense to me. It does. Absolutely does. I actually, that's probably the most sound theory we have so far. I know. Maybe he had a camera <laughs> in the duffel bag and then they, they were like, and they took it. They too. took that's, it. You're that's right. What it was. Yep. They took I mean, pictures. Yep. So they always mess with the cameras, you know? They always do yeah, that. Yeah. Just like, just like with the Russian hikers, the camera I'm was saying. ruined. Yes. They always do it. Yep. They even then took a picture making it look like the Yetis. What in the Yetis was aliens? Exactly, right? Right. We so we've solved Dial of Past and Brightless Pizza in one fell swoop. We did You're it. welcome, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We solved it. All of it. It's aliens. We did, it. we did it all. Yep. Every case from now on, it's evidence of aliens. Evidence of aliens. I like it. You know what it probably was? You know what? I bet he was abducted over the summer and then he went crazy and then they came back and they finished it. They're like, no, That's we got to take him. We messed him up. Yeah, we got to take him now. Yeah, he's going to sell somebody. <laughs> we got to take him. We're going to get some 4400 type stuff happening one day and they're all just going to show back up. They're all going to come. I swear, I'm ready for that moment. I, I'm ready. Oh, I'm so ready. I hope he's part of all it. All the like, people yes. that disappeared. Yeah, I knew it. Yes. <laughs> I don't care about any of you. I'm just happy. We just want Bryce back. Call your mom. Bryce, call your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's great. I love it. I'm crying. <laughs> call your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right. Uh, evidence of aliens. Evidence of monsters. Not enough evidence of Bryce's visa. We solved it. It's fine. We did. Yeah, I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where you at, Bryce? Give us a call. Yeah, please. Just just let me know, man. Call. We don't have to tell nobody. I'll let yeah. you live your life even if you want to be homeless. Right on, man. Do you, cool. but let yeah. me know. I'll bring you a sandwich. It's fine. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram, which is Evidence of Monsters. Uh, follow us on Twitter, which is Mo uh, Evidence of... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Follow yeah. us on... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Follow us <laughs> <was> on <laughs> on something. Something on everything. Just follow us on everything. Yep. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, which is evidence of monst M O N S T because it doesn't fit. Email us at evidenceofmonsters at yahoo.com. Uh you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. We are now on Apple Podcasts. Uh please leave us a review. We would love that. Um comment on our Twitter and our Instagram. Give us some feedback. That's what we want. Um, and uh, this has been Evidence of Monsters. Not enough evidence of Bryce. Where are you at, Bryce? 
We have not enough evidence of stuff. <laughs> this is evidence of monsters that we have no evidence of anything. They're all so unsolved. <laughs> they are. We need we need to do more solved ones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this has been Evidence of Monsters. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You took your sock off? Go put it back on. Then bring it to me, but you can't just bring me in your bare foot and expect me to fix it. Bring your sock. <laughs> Where's your sock? You don't know? You don't know where your sock is? Is that what you're telling me? Go get some new ones then. What? No, not me. You. If you want a sock, you better go get it. No. And why do you have a chopstick? <laughs> what is happening? I comes in with a chopstick and one sock missing. What are you doing in there? <laughs> no, you're not playing with this. You're going to poke yourself in the eye. Then I'll have to take you to the hospital. You want to go to the hospital? Mm -mm. Yeah, let's go. Okay, then don't play with chopsticks. <laughs>